Welcome to the Amherst Wesleyan Church Sermon Podcast. Well, hello, everyone. Uh, Thank you for joining us online. Welcome to the Amherst and Westchester Wesleyan Church's message for this Sunday. Uh, We are starting a new sermon series today. Uh, We are tackling, we started, we had looked at the book of 1 Thessalonians a few months ago, and so we're actually jumping back to uh, 1 Thessalonians, and we're going to go through 2 Thessalonians uh, in this new series that we have happening all February. Um, I hope that you took time uh, to either watch the the music playlist that we've put together or you're taking time to just put on some worship music at some point today to make sure that you're engaging in other aspects of worship, especially since um, if you're watching this at home and you haven't been able to be out to church or you haven't come out to church in a while, uh, that you're getting those different elements involved and those different pieces of, of the spiritual worship and the spiritual growth pieces that really uh, do something to engage our hearts and and fill our hearts but also allow us to express ourselves and express the love that we have for God and put us in the right place and so I hope that you're doing that and that you're taking that time and setting aside that time personally and with your family I hope that you're continuing to be generous um, and that if you've committed to giving, whether it's to us or some other church, that you are continuing to do that. And I hope that uh, you are really setting aside time to pray as well, that you're sharing with God what's going on in your life, you're asking Him uh, to do incredible things in your life, but you're also taking time to listen to Him. And all those pieces are necessary parts of this discipleship process of growing in your faith. Um, I mean, we really want to be together. Part of this faith journey thing is doing it together and having that time together. Um, So that can be conversations with other believers, that can be small group, that can be church on Sunday uh, with other people. Uh, But I hope that you're engaging in these different aspects and that as you come here, that and we're going into this new series, uh, that this is just part of it, that you're not depending on this one video to be the entirety of your spiritual life and your entirety of everything that you're investing in for a healthy soul. We want you to have strong roots. We want you to be really, really uh, strong in your foundation and strong in your faith and have good, strong, healthy soul. And it requires all those different pieces. And so as we dig into this, just know that this is only part of the journey. This is only part of what you need. And I really hope that you do invest in those other things. Now, we are going to be in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 today. So 1 Thessalonians is a short book in the New Testament written by a guy named Paul to the church in Thessalonica. And... um, And so you can find that either in your Bible app, um, or you can Google it, or you can look in the table of contents of your physical Bible. It's in the New Testament, near the end of the New Testament, and it'll have a great big one, Thessalonians, in front of it. You turn to that book, and then you're looking for chapter 5, and that just shows up like a a big, big number 5, and that's chapter 5 of the book, okay? So that's where we are today. Um... As we, as we approach that, I have to talk about 
some of the things that we run up against uh, in our lives when when things sometimes go really, really well. Um, you may be thinking, you know what, if things are going well, why would I be concerned? What's the issue? Isn't that what we want? Sometimes, yeah, sure, I, I guess so. But there's a, there's a risk that comes with things going really well. Um, it, and it's mainly the risk of getting complacent. Now, what I mean by complacent, I don't mean like content and satisfied and just and just feeling in a good spot. What I mean by complacent is that you start to get your hope based on things that it they shouldn't be in, or you, you, instead of pushing or growing or seeking more. Uh, you lose all that joy and you lose that passion and you lose that drive. Um, sometimes we are in situations where uh, we're making really good money or um, you're really involved with politics and your political party is, is winning, is making good strides in the way that you want and you feel like, okay, things are going the way, my country's going the way that I want to, or you're fine you're watching all the news and you're watching science stuff and you're seeing that science is finding solutions to a lot of the problems or a lot of the illnesses that you've been concerned about that you've been watching uh, maybe maybe you've got a new relationship or you've got this relationship that is just just blowing your mind and it's so incredible um, and nothing could be better than this one relationship this romance that you've got or you are in the situation where people are paying attention to you and you're getting that wonderful attention and and people feel attracted to you or, or focused on you and you just feel like things are going all all right and all the and you may have one or multiple of these things happening and and sometimes what can happen with that is that leads us to relax on certain things. We think, okay, well, I'm, I'm, money's good and so I don't need to be quite as careful with it. Or um, science has figured out the solution to all these problems and so I don't need to be as vigilant um, with taking care of all these problems myself because they're just going to find a solution for it. Or something like that. And we end up being a little too complacent. And we end up relaxing on some of the things that we should be relaxing. It's kind of like, say you uh, you feel pretty healthy and you find out that there's a new pill on the market that will actually uh, make you lose weight if you gain weight. And so you're like, well, I'll just eat whatever I want and then I'll just take the pill and I'll lose the weight and I'll be fine. Um, and so there's, there's some problems with that because... The, those things don't always work out the way that we hope them to. And we can often end up building our hope on the, our, our money or this one romantic relationship or uh, politics or science or just popularity. And we put our hope in those things and we pull back and we relax and we start to neglect other things. And then a crisis happens. And this happens in, in multiple areas of our life, but it really does happen in our, in our faith, too. Um, you may be in the place where you're starting to take a break from church, or you're taking a break from your small group, or you're taking a break from Celebrate Recovery. 
and you're just like, eh, I don't really need it right now. No, that's not really working for me. I just, I'm got, I got to pull back. I'm going to pull back from it. Or maybe you're deciding that, you know what, you're... <sighs> Your family situation's fine, so you're just going to pour yourself into making money. And you're going to use this time just to make as much money as you possibly can. And you're going to save it, and you're going to get ready for retirement, and you want to make sure that you have got all the money for all your hobbies because all the other things are good, so you're going to invest in that. Or maybe you look at it and you're like, you know what, um, I don't need to worry about all these other things. I really need to just focus on my family and I don't have time for all the spiritual stuff. I don't have time to focus on the Bible and prayer because I just want more time with my family. Um, or you um, say, you know what, I, I just really want to have the people in my life and, and feel good about the people in my life and people at work and, and school and my coworkers. And so I'm just going to lean into being around them and, and build those relationships. And that's all I'm, I'm, I don't need this other stuff. This is what I need right now. And so we let our guards down on certain aspects of our lives and lean into things that may, may have some merit to them, but we, we lean into them maybe too heavily and we start to neglect the other good things in our lives. And then a crisis inevitably shows up and all of a sudden we're caught off guard. You invest, you decide to invest more and more of your time and energy into your money, then your family's fine and then there's a family crisis and you realize you don't have the respect of your family anymore to help them navigate it. Or you think, you know what, I need a break from church. Um, I need a break from small group and celebrate recovery. And then all of a sudden you get sick and you're like, where are these people? I don't have the support for it. And I don't know how to make sense of this. And I, I, don't, I don't hear God anymore in, in the middle of this. And you feel lost and you end up being lost in the situation. Or you, you think to yourself, you know what, I'm going to focus on your family but then you've neglected the, the spiritual guidance of Christ in your life and now you don't know how to deal with the problems that come up in your family or you don't know how to manage your money in a way that, that actually uh, gives you freedom and not makes you anxious or makes you bound to, and obsessed with greed. And this, this happens. This happens all the time as we get comfortable on certain things and we start neglecting other parts of our lives that need to still be invested in and then a crisis shows up and we get thrown off. It, uh, you see this with marriages when we get married and we think, okay, we've got this relationship, it's good, and we don't invest as much into that relationship and then all of a sudden, years go by and you realize you don't know each other anymore. Or you, 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 you think, you know what? Um, You've got money and things are crazy and there's a great big, just it's things are so stressful so you're finding that you're eating out more and more and more and then all of a sudden you end up in the situation where you don't have money to pay your normal bills. Or maybe you, you decide that you're just going to go with the flow and just follow everybody and go with what everybody else is doing and you end up walking that long, down that line, following their journey and you end up not where you want to be and you don't know who you are anymore and you don't know how to take a stand on anything anymore and you're just trapped. You're just trapped and lost and broken and you don't know how to get out of it. 
Well, this is what this is what Paul says to the Thessalonians. This is what he says in chapter five. He says, "Now, brothers and sisters, about times and dates, we do not need to write to you, for you know very well that the day of the Lord, so the coming judgment, the coming day that Christ will return, will come like a thief in the night." While people are saying, peace and safety, peace and safety, this is a time of peace and safety, you don't have to worry about anything. Destruction will come on them suddenly, as labor pains on a pregnant woman, and they will not escape. But you, brothers and sisters, are not in darkness, so that this day should surprise you like a thief. You are all children of the light and children of the day. We do not belong to the night or to the darkness. So then let us not be like others who, who are asleep, but let us be awake and sober. For those who sleep, sleep at night, and those who get drunk, get drunk at night. But since we belong to the day, let us be sober, putting on faith and love as a breastplate and the hope of salvation as a helmet." For God did not appoint us to suffer wrath, but to receive salvation through our Lord Jesus Christ. He died for us, so that whether we are awake or asleep, we may live with Him, live together with Him. Therefore, encourage one another and build each other up, just as, in fact, you are doing. Okay, now I know there was a lot in there. So let me, let me sum up a few things. Number one, Paul is saying... Don't trust in the propaganda. Don't trust in the media. Don't trust in what you're hearing from everybody all over the place. Um, it's all a bunch of noise. It's all a bunch of stuff going on. Don't be blind. Don't be blind. Don't follow blindly what you're hearing on the news. Don't follow blindly what the government is saying. Don't follow blindly what your neighbor's saying. Don't follow blindly what you're hearing on talk shows and media and you're reading online and you're reading on Facebook. Most of these people don't really know what's going on. Like, they have a perspective. They have an idea. They have a thought. But they don't have the insight of God into our world and what's going on. And you got to be very careful how much weight you put on every all the noise that's going on around us. I'm not saying you've got to distrust completely in media or you've got to distrust the government entirely or anything like that, but you've got to you've got to pay careful attention and understand that most of what they're saying isn't the complete truth. Especially, especially online social media stuff. You've got to understand that so much of that is just noise. And people will, will, will tell you what they think you want to hear so that you can follow them. So that you choose to follow them. And Paul's like, no, no, no. You've got to, you've got to get your head on and you've got to be sharp. And you've got to be focused and you've got to be able to see through some of this stuff. You gotta see through all this stuff and see what's really going on and get to the truth of what they're saying. Um, it means that we need to make sure that we don't fall for putting our hope in the wrong thing, that we don't put our hope in salvation of the world, that money's not gonna save us, politics aren't gonna save us, uh, technology's not gonna save us, culture and our society's not gonna save us. The only thing that's gonna save us is Jesus. And we need to become more alert, more focused 
not less. We, this isn't the time to just be relaxed and say, we'll just go with the flow, man. Um, let's just ride this out. This is a time that we have to be really, really focused and pay attention to what's going on around us. Um, uh, let, me, let me put it like this. This is, this is our phrase for today. You can't avoid the ditch if you're asleep. Okay? Say it again. You can't avoid the ditch if you're asleep. What do I mean by that? Imagine, imagine that you are driving somewhere at night. Okay? There may not be a lot of people on the road. Most people are at home. Most people are asleep. And by all rights, you should probably be home and you should be asleep. But you're not. You're on the road. And this is your time to be awake. And if you go, well, everybody else is asleep, everybody else is at home sleeping and they're fine, so I might as well sleep too. But you're driving, you're in the position where you can't say, I'm just do what everybody else is doing. You're in the position where you are supposed to be awake. And if you fall asleep, you're going to end up in the ditch. But if you're awake, you can navigate the road and you can navigate obstacles and you can avoid the ditch. But if you go to sleep, you cannot avoid getting into the ditch. You will inevitably end up into an accident. And this is what Paul, Paul is saying. Like, we are children of the day. We are not children of the night. Though there may be nighttime around us, we are people that are awake, not people who are asleep. And so we need to keep our eyes open and stay awake if we're to avoid all the ditches that are around us. You can't avoid the ditch if you're asleep. So you have to stay awake. Now let me, let me read 1 Thessalonians 5 again, now that we've talked about it a little bit. He says, Now brothers and sisters, about dates and times we do not need to write to you. For you know very well that the day of the Lord will come like a thief in the night, unexpected. <clears throat> While people are saying, peace and safety, it's all undercover, destruction will come on them suddenly as labor pains on a pregnant woman, and they will not escape. They will end up in the ditch. But you, brothers and sisters, are not in darkness, so that this day should surprise you like the thief. You're wide awake. You're driving with your eyes open. You are children of the light and children of the day. We do not belong to, to the night or to the darkness. So then let us not be like others who are asleep, but let us be awake and sober. For those who sleep, sleep at night, and those who get drunk, get drunk at night. Because, But since we belong to the day, let us be sober, putting on faith and love as a breastplate and the hope of salvation as a helmet. For God did not appoint us to suffer wrath, but to receive salvation through our Lord Jesus Christ. He did this for us so that whether we were awake or asleep, we may live together with him. Therefore, encourage one another and build each other up just as, in fact, you are doing. So, what are we supposed to do with this? What does that mean for us? If we're supposed to be awake and we're driving uh, at night and trying to avoid the ditches and we're, we're staying alert, what are we supposed to do? Well, number one, stay awake. 
keep yourself awake. You've got to stay connected to the things that are good for you. You've got to keep going to church. You've got to keep watching these videos. You've got to stay connected. You've got to check out your small group. You've got to be reading your Bible. If you're part of CR, you've got to make sure that you're going to celebrate recovery every week. It means you've got to be spending time in prayer. It means you've got to be eating well. It means you've got to be exercising. It means you've got to be investing in your family. You've got to be investing in using your finances in godly ways. You've got to be doing those things. It means you've got to stay on track. You've got to keep yourself alert. You've got to keep investing in the things and not just say, well, I'm relaxed. I'm at, I'm at ease on all these other things that are going to fail you. You've got to stay awake. The second thing you've got to do is you've got to put your armor on. Paul says that faith, hope, and love are your armor. And that's, that has to do with your motives, your perspectives, your choices. Uh, faith is about trusting God and, and really relying on Him. Love has to do with our attitude towards other people. Um, uh, uh, hope has to do with the hope of salvation and keeping our mind focused on the hope and the positive, real, real optimistic perspective of God wins. God is going to win. God is going to win in my life. And putting those things on in our life to help protect us from attacks. So we've got to focus on faith and hope and love and invest in those things in our life. uh, Paul also says that he wants us to encourage people. Another way to say encourage is to share your courage. Um, It means point each other to Jesus. It means give meaningful compliments to each other. It means uh, fill each other with courage. Help them to face the challenges of life and realize that they're not alone and realize that they they can beat it they they don't they won't be defeated by this thing and fill them up with courage it means be an example so that they can look at you and see oh man you're doing that and maybe i can do that too and that fills them with courage so we need to stay awake we need to put our armor on and we need to share our courage and if we do those things that will help us stay awake and that will help us avoid the ditches because you can't avoid the ditches if you're asleep And if you're doing those things, then you're not going to be caught off guard. You're going to be able to find, you'll you'll find that your peace and your joy will last through the crisis problems, during all the pain, that there will be that that steadiness that lasts during the problems. Um, You'll you'll find out that... um, you may actually have the effect of waking other people up and they become more alert and they become more focused and they begin to see what's going on and they end up in a better place where they feel more solid and they feel more secure but not not lazy. And that doesn't lead them to being lazy. That leads them to being more and more aware and alert. Uh, you may find that fewer of your Christian brothers and sisters uh, get discouraged and fall away. Um, and you might actually find that you're, you, you'll grow in your influence in such a way that those things and those, those people that are most valuable to you uh, start to improve. That you may find that your marriage and your kids and your grandkids start to improve. They start to make better choices. They start to have um, a better track in their life. They, they start doing things that are more meaningful. Your friends... Uh, start making better life choices and you you have better and stronger relationships your sanity is more stable and uh, and that all comes from what paul is saying here that 
we're driving. We are. We are driving it during the night. And there are things all around us, obstacles all around us, ditches on either side of us. And if we're going to make it to our destination, we have to stay awake. Because if you fall asleep, you're just going to end up in the mess. If you put your hope in the wrong thing and you become relaxed and lazy on the things that you really need to invest in, then you're going to end up falling asleep, going into one of the ditches, and you're going to be in a mess. And so Paul is saying, he's saying to the, the church, he's saying, you guys have to stay awake. You have to stay awake. Keep connecting with each other. Keep focusing on your Bible. Keep uh, encouraging each other in your small groups. Keep filling each other with courage. Fill your life with hope, faith, and love. And that will protect you. They will guard you. They will keep you awake. They will keep you on the right track. And you will avoid the ditches. And you will actually get to your destination. And you will help others get to their destination too. So, stay awake. Because you can't avoid the ditch if you're asleep. Thanks for listening and being part of our church. And joining us in this journey to become down-to-earth people following Jesus in down-to-earth ways. Mm-hmm.